I thought would project them into a possible wild card position. It would bring them 7-5 had they won. But a late interception by the Giants will preserve a Giant victory. An upset win as the Giants lead 17-12. We're inside 30 seconds. The Eagles have no timeouts. Wait a minute. Here's a free fly. I don't believe it. The Eagles pick it up and Herman Edwards runs it in for a touchdown. We use business and financial concepts that I use in my other job to predict successfully the outcome of football games. To monetize our time, highest and best use of your time, uh, same methods, right, to help folks uh, invest in the right business, invest in the right stock, make sure their money outlasts their retirement. Same process we use to predict the games successfully. Uh, decision science, returns to the mean, probability theory, are all used in this podcast. Statistics, we use it all. We use all the methods to get to the truth, close to the truth. Elon Musk says, you know the truth, you can predict outcomes. We don't have as much money as Elon Musk, the richest man in the world, or the resources. However, what we do have, right, is education, experience, and we use all those tools in our toolbox make uh, we're up to about fifty thousand dollars in nfl this year but we share we teach it with you and another important business concept if you're the toughest smartest person in the room guess what you are in the wrong room welcome to the espc podcast where every podcast is a business meeting with a specific purpose and a specific outcome I'm Josh. I have an MBA, securities license, clients for a decade, more than $50 million and above. And what that means to you is, for example, week five, we went 14 into 87%. Uh, to put that in perspective, 59%. You can consistently live in Vegas. Some pros average 70%. So 85.5 really is really good. For me, it was $11,330 in profit. So we give you the inside, how to make that money, betting on NFL games, betting college games. Then we get into the NFL, college football, uh, college basketball. We share the information because we have to, right? It's capitalism and freedom is not free. And if we don't share information as middle-class, upper-middle-class people, uh, probably this country will be in trouble. I figured out, but we have a lot of fun at the same time. Yeah. But most of those people don't know what to do, like what, how to get a good pick. Right. All right. So if you are the toughest, smartest person in the room again, you're in the wrong room. So I got two guys who are tougher, smarter than I am. Uh, Scott's sick, but what he's going to do is going to give us the picks. We're going to have Jason help us. Jason's from the Midwest. It's a hard 14-hour day, so we're very happy that we can have a distraction. We can have fun and make you profit. So it's going to be about 15 <laughs> hours of profit, man, <laughs> making money. We got Chad, who is a football player, 26 yards a catch in the Arena League. Uh, his brother, uh, starting quarterback for the 23rd ranked in the college football playoff rankings, Oregon State Beavers. He can run a 4-2. I can't even think in 4.2 seconds. But he can run a 40 in 4.2 seconds, Chad. So we go with Chad and then Jason. Our first thoughts 
on week nine, you got just 13 games because six teams are on a bye. What do you think, yeah, Chad? Man, it's a, uh, another awesome week here. Um, games, yeah, we've got, got, got uh, was there eight teams on a bye or six teams on a bye, Jason? Six. Six, six teams on a bye, yeah, so um, that's cranking up. We had some good success last week. We had a good Hawthorne effect yesterday, and uh, you know, the process is in full effect. We're going to have an, another profitable week. Right, because you bet the process, and the process has made us a lot of money. We're not, you know, married to the process the same way you don't marry a stock. You always got to be ready for situational analysis. Uh, to make some adjustments, but we want to get to 73%. It's the goal that Scott set for us, 73% for the year. Again, 52.5% uh, is break even. 59%, you can buy a house, but, you know, buy a car, pay your bills and live in Vegas on 59%. We want 73% because we can do it, and we've done it in the past. We like the profit. We like the money. We like to be able to buy things on Christmas. Thanksgiving's already set with the profit we've made so far. First game is Lovey Smith at home. Uh, Brandon Cooks did not get traded, but he was pissed. He's like, don't mess with my money, man. And I, you know, I agree with that. Don't mess with people's money. Uh, is he going to be motivated to play? Does he feel disrespected that he almost went? to the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, but with all things being equal, uh, Philadelphia's on a hot streak going into Houston. Lovey Smith's a great defensive coach. You got to think Philadelphia's got a stinking, okay, let's, let's win this game. Uh, let's get to a bigger lead than hold on in the second half. Uh, and get out of here without any injuries and integrate A.J. Brown, who they got on a trade, from Alabama. Be um, Hurts from Alabama. So you're going to have a lot of Alabama guys on Philadelphia uh, headed for the playoff stretch run. They're not too concerned about Houston. That's why I think Houston is going to cover the 15. Let's go under 46 points. What do you think, Chad Dolan? Yes, sir. Uh, I totally agree here, man. Houston at home, um, you know, it's not home dog on a Monday night, but still a primetime game, you know, a home dog on a Thursday night game. Getting, you know, over for, you know, I'm seeing plus 14 right now by the half point, get them over that key number, 14 and a half here. Um, yeah. You know, Philadelphia, they will, you know, they're going to sit on a lead. They've shown us that all year. Right. Um, you know, so that that's kind of kind of look at, got to take a peek at that Houston second half line. Um, and, yeah, I think this one is going to be a lot of – Houston's going to run the ball a lot. Um, I don't think this is going to be too too many points. Uh, I think kind of Houston gets back to a low-scoring game and, you know, under that, you know, under that 46, 45 and a half, you know, north of that key number 45, I'm, I'm with you. I like those. All right. So the first one's going to be consensus. Um, we'll post Scott's uh, picks, too, on the, on the website. But we don't need to break the tie with this one. Got Houston plus 14 and a half. I would buy the point, make it 15. Uh, don't get killed. Get it off that key number under 46. 
on a short week, I don't think a lot of points are going to be scored. This game is going to be different. A lot of points are going to be scored in this game. You got two cheap teams who are still in the playoffs, playoff hunt. Uh, you got the Chargers minus three at Atlanta. Uh, if you live in the past, you die in the past. And I think this would be a good line last year, 2021. 2022, give me the Atlanta Falcons plus three, and it's going to go over the total of uh, 49 because we're in week nine, and defenses are depleted, right? That's why uh, I believe it was Philadelphia who got uh, the linebacker from Detroit, not from Detroit, but from Denver. Uh, because defense is going to be a premium lead. So it's like the Rams getting Von Miller last year. Uh, defenses are depleted. These are two very cheap franchises. Bones uh, have been taken out on the team, so that means they want cheap labor costs. That's what my NBA is for, to figure things like that out. Schneider, they're making him sell the team. He's going to the bank, and the bank hates labor costs. So you get the cheapest labor costs. What it means to us is people get tired in the second half because they've been on the field all day. There's not any quality depth to replace them. And that for us means the over. So give me the Mercedes zone, two miles away from the Mercedes dealership of Nick Satan to build Belichie. Now Nick Satan can legally have the players as sales guys and they can get a bunch of money, NIL and otherwise. So give me the Atlanta Falcons. Plus three points, plus one, Marietta. Mar you know, Marietta. Drake London, Drake London, uh, Cordell Patterson's coming back. Uh, they don't need Calvin Ridley, right? Because they have Kyle Pitts, problem child from the SEC. So you can't have too many problem child from the SEC in one receiver room. <laughs> they already have Kyle Pitts. What do you think, Chad Noah? Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. Um, like you said, two cheap owners here. These defenses don't have backups. All the defense guys are playing special teams. Um, right. You know, defense are going to break down. We're in an indoor controlled environment here. Um, this one, I, I'm going to love the over here. I think this game is going over. Um, you know, Atlanta's been that over team all year. We've really, you know, been looking at them with, like you said, with Pitts, with Drake London, with the plus one with Mariota. Um, you know, like playing, you know, two, you know, two offenses that are very capable, you know, um, against, you know, two teams that are cheap owners. I um, mean, yeah, I mean, Atlanta's first place in that division right now, I believe. Right. Um, and, you know, getting three points like this um, at home, Chargers got to go all the way across the country, um, play that, that, that early game, you know, they're playing 10 a.m. their time. Uh, got to right. like Atlanta in the spot plus the three points at home uh, over the 49. Yeah, they're not chartering a flight. They're, they're flying like uh, you and I, Jason. <laughs> so she, so they, they're, they're going to be worn out and tired. Uh, Buffalo at the Jets. Uh, Double-digit dogs within the division cover 70% of the time. You almost bet it blindly. You don't bet it blindly. You almost bet it blindly. Hey, what, what game? What game are you on right now? We are the Buffalo Bills at the New York Jets. Oh, got you, got you, got you, got you. 
right? So that's a double digit dog in the division. Last year it was 50%, but usually it's around 70%. Uh, I'm one to know with the double digit dog in the division this year, it was uh, Carolina. Similar situation, I like the Jets in this situation, uh, Buffalo. It's gonna be at, it's gonna be right before the election. So they're still in election mode, but against Green Bay, I saw them kind of slowing down a little bit. Uh, Josh Allen slid. That means that he's hurt and they told him to slide. His shoulders messed up too. His, his windup wasn't as good as it should be. And that kind of exposed a little bit. They don't, they only have Singletary as a running back. Uh, again, false hope, right? Atlanta has false hope. They're going to win the, the division. They're not. But false hope sells tickets, keeps people engaged, as they say now in business. So you're keeping a big market engaged. Double-digit dog in the division. Give me Robert Slay keeping receipts, threatening people. Uh, they're going to be fired up for this game. They're not going to win, but they're going to cover the 12 and a half now. And we'll put this on the line change uh, live stream because they're going to hopefully wait for this to get past 14, another key number, and dial up the New York Jets. Uh, it's trending under. It's a bit the under right now. So we're going to be under 47. Uh, New York Jets, Robert Slay, keeping receipts, threatening people who threatening how the Jets, how good they are. It's like, oh, when we do good, when we're in the playoffs, we're in the Super Bowl, I'm keeping receipts, and I'm coming to get you, right? That's Robert Soleil. So with that attitude, this early in the season, uh, give me the New York Jets, whatever balloons to by Sunday, already plus the key number of 10, double-digit dogs in the division covered 70% of the time. Uh, the home dog on Monday night covers 80% of the time, and they're 2-0 the season. So it's not the house's money, it's your money. So I have my money ahead of the game in this. Give me the double digit dog in the division, Robert Slay, keeping receipts. Josh Allen hurt. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, no, I like it, man. Double digit dog in the division, you know, at home here. Um, you know, coming off a tough loss against the Patriots like last week, you know, I think the Jets will bounce back a little bit here. And, yeah, I think they're going to be a little bit more conservative. You know, I think that Wilson had those uh, the three picks. So, you know, they should probably take the ball out of his hand a little bit, maybe run the ball a little more, put it on the defense. So, yeah, I think this will, that'll lead them to covering this 13 points and, and staying under the 47. I'm with you. 100%. Uh, next game. You got the Miami Dolphins at the Chicago Bears. Bears get blown out last week in Dallas. They get rid of their two best defensive players. And usually uh, you got to – in Chicago, I don't know why. We have to ask you, Jason, because I read the Chicago Tribune, you know, and I really don't know why the McCaskey family and all of them or whoever it is, the Ricketts family, why they're so cheap and refuse to invest in the Bears, even though, you know, season tickets, right, they're all sold out. They're going to build a new stadium. They're going to give them a new stadium. Uh, they're probably going to the suburbs, but they have the the highest margin, right? The highest amount of salary cap money left, and they get rid of their two best defensive ball players. Now, these are all professionals. They're not going to get blown out every week. They're not going to not cover every week. 
But usually when there's a fire sale, uh, the crappy ass team does not do well the week after. Kind of reorganize it and everything. So Chicago doesn't have anything on defense. And here comes Tua, here comes most comes um, Waddle if he doesn't fumble, um, you know, and then Tyreek Hill. So this is Miami minus five, over 45, because Chicago is getting that running game going, trying to score. And Miami's a cheap team with Ross. And this is their second week on the road, going to the Midwest, flying coach. Because Ross isn't going to pay for anything better other than coach. Uh, so it's going to get over the total, right, in the second half, over 45. We're giving Miami minus five uh, because two things, right? Uh, the players on Chicago are depressed, got rid of the two best players on defense, and uh, they lack depth. They don't have the players to kind of hang and go toe-to-toe. So Miami has to get in a shootout, minus five, over 45. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, no, I, I like that. I'm with you here. You know, Miami, a uh, very explosive team offensively. Um, you know, they should have that way with the Bears defense here, especially in that second half. Um, Bears getting getting worn down, you know. Uh, minus five, you know, you're under a key number six here. I think Miami wins this game by a touchdown easily. Um, the right. Bears have been struggling; they looked awful last week. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think you know you gotta you gotta look at uh, you know Miami is gonna score a lot of points here, and I think Chicago, you know, is capable to put enough to get this game to go over with the plus one with Justin Fields. Um, just similar to last week, you know, with that with that Cowboys game, we saw that game go way over. Um, so I think, you know, Miami being even a way more of an offensive team than, than Dallas, I think this one will, will be able to get over the 45. And Miami minus five, I'm with you. Right, right. Two cheap franchises, but Ross has to make the playoffs because he was sending emails that's going to be in the fourth lawsuit. They tanking, right? So you got to give a shot at winning. One team that's obviously tanking is going to be your Washington Redskin Lord Commanders in the vein of Game of Thrones, uh, home dog to Minnesota. And you got to remember that Kevin O'Connell was on the 2018 Washington Redskins coaching staff. That ends up being one of the greatest coaching staffs of all time, right? You have Jay Gruden. Offensive line coach is Bill Callahan, who I keep talking about. Greatest offensive line coach of all time. He's over there with Cleveland, covered for us. Uh, Passing game coordinator, Mr. O'Connell. Offensive coordinator, um, Sean McVay. Also, Kyle Shanahan was on that staff. Uh, Wes Phillips, his dad is Wade Phillips from the Phillips family. Uh, Greg Manaski was your defensive coordinator. Uh, great staff, right? Three, four, four NFL head coaches right now on this staff. But Jay Gruden, his brother is, of course, John Gruden. He's going back to Washington. Probably, <laughs> probably Snyder didn't pay his last check. Probably cheated. <laughs> he, Snyder cheats everybody. So, uh, you should listen to the corruption podcast I did with uh, uh, Scott during the summer, where we detailed that Schneider is like that guy from the Islanders who bought 
Remember that guy, Jason? He bought the uh, New Jersey Islanders with no money. The way he got busted, he asked somebody for twenty dollars at the elevator. He's like, "Why is the owner asking me for twenty bucks?" So that's what Schneider did with Banks, and he could get the he didn't have the money, but he could get the loan for the team. That's why he's always been cheap and stealing, stealing from other owners, stealing from players, trying to pimp out the cheerleaders. All that to say that the refs are not going to give him the call. Kevin O'Connell is going to be very, very organized and come here minus three, cover the minus three. Washington's in disarray. Now they get players know if they're going to get paid or not. Uh, you know, thinking about it, that 43 and a half, 45 is the average of an NFL game. So I'm going to stick with the under because I don't think Washington can really do anything. They really struggled last week to do anything against a very tired and depleted, cheap Indianapolis Colts team. So this game screams 24 to 7, Minnesota. The Minnesota Viking, Kevin O'Connell from San Diego, Shasta San Diego guy. Give me the Minnesota Vikings minus three under 43. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm with you here. I love, uh, love the Vikings in this spot. You know, they're one of the six and one, one of the top teams right now. They've been playing really good. Washington has been struggling all year. Uh, definitely like them to cover the three points in this spot. Uh, but, you know, I'm going to go the other way on the total here. I think this game goes over the 43. Um, you know, I like Heineke, man. I think Heineke does enough here uh, to get, you know, Washington to that 21, 2017, 21 mark. Um, you know, I, I, I like a, a 28 to 17 game, a 28 to 21 game. I think Washington will, uh, will do enough here. Um, to just get this one to squeak over late. So I'm going to go – I'm with you on Minnesota minus a three, but I'm going to go over the 43-and-a-half. Okay, so that one, we're going to have Scott break the tie. Unless uh, Jason has a strong opinion on it. You know, I, I wouldn't say strong opinion. I, you know, I like looking at the numbers and the, you know, the line movement, you know, with that dropping from uh, – 44 to 44 and a half down to 43 and a half. It kind of looks like the betting trend is on the under. So uh, I would look at that a little bit, but um, you know, I do think it's, if it's, if it gets over, it's going to barely squeak over. And if, I think it's going to be right there. Right. I, I think especially on defense, uh, defensive coordinator for Minnesota is doing a great job. I think it's a coaching mismatch there. And I think Kevin O'Connell, wants to control the game, but once he gets a lead, he's going to bleed a lot of clock to kind of make it go under. And, you know, Hanneke and all them are going to have to run a lot. But we'll have Scott break the tie. We'll have that on the website. And uh, we'll post it on Twitter. And on the line change uh, live stream, we'll have all the, the picks out. And we'll post all the picks around a half hour before kickoff. Time on Sunday. Uh, the Detroit Lions have the worst defense in the history of the NFL. They just fired their secondary coach, like it's his fault. Uh, they have the third, the worst third down defense in the history of football. 
And watching them last few weeks, they don't do anything uh, on third down defense. It's exotic or uh, trying to mix it up. They just sit there in zone, wait for teams to make mistakes, and teams are making mistakes. And they're betting that their front four is going to get there with Ada Hutchinson from the University of Michigan. Uh, he has a few sacks this year, but pretty much he's getting blocked. He's getting double teamed, and the other guys aren't getting there. Uh, they're going against a desperate Green Bay Packer team, Hall of Fame quarterback. The, the rookies on Green Bay are getting better. Uh, you know, uh, Romeo Dobbs, Chad's buddy, is getting better. LaFleur is a good offensive coordinator. Uh, so look for them to roll Detroit minus the three. In Detroit, and it's going to go over 49 points because both defenses aren't good. Uh, but Detroit has, has had trouble scoring in the second half. Uh, people are figuring them out what they're doing, Ben Johnson. So it'll be interesting what they have against Joe Barry. But Green Bay needs this game bad. They need to win all their games in the division to get into the playoffs, sort of like Tennessee. Uh, look for Green Bay to cover three points and get over the 49 since both defenses are horrible. But I think Green Bay has better coaching just because Joe Barry has a lot of experience. Aaron Glenn is now down the defensive coach. And, you know, I like Aaron Glenn personally. He seems like a cool guy, but he's lucky he has a job right now. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, I like that. Um, you know, I definitely think, you know, Campbell, you know, Dan Campbell, the coach there at Detroit, they're kind of throwing the towel a little bit. Um, definitely think Green Bay, uh, kind of they, they, they're hurting here for a win. Um, Got to get this division win. Counts for two. So I think they'll cover the three points here. Um, and, yeah, I think this one goes to over 49. We're in that controlled environment. Um, you know, at first I was kind of on the under here. I was kind of thinking this one would maybe that division style, uh, you know, slow it down, run the ball. I mean, Green Bay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to at Chad. <laughs> what? I'm so worried about the division uh, element, even though you guys got a consensus pick, but I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of, I am, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of torn on this total. I'm really curious to see what Scott's pick is on it. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just the Detroit's defense has been so bad that yeah. they didn't stop Miami one time. It, you know, but I think I mean, Miami like, offense is a lot better to me than Green Bay. They come out one, one time for uh, Miami, and it's happened in several games. Uh, uh, New England, Matt Patricia scored over 30 points on this defense. Uh, yeah. They're just so bad. And you got a Hall of Fame quarterback, and you got a really good offensive minded coach. And then Detroit's going to score with the air raid with Montan Brown, uh, with the receivers, Jamal Williams. Um, they did put Siftus not playing in Hawkinson. They got rid of Hawkinson, which is definitely saying, hey, I'm throwing in the towel to a division opponent. And quickly, what do you think about Jason's? Because he's gone through this a lot. Chicago's gone through this a lot. And I'm a big uh, opponent of getting, if you're a crappy Midwestern team like Detroit or Chicago, why are you getting rid of your fan favorite? People are paying money to go see you play, and you get rid of a fan favorite. You know, the Cubs have done it a lot. Blackhawks have done it a lot. You know, yeah. through the years. What do you think about that scenario, Cheaper. Jason? 
You know, you know Mama Bear is still alive at 99 years old. She owns the team. Yeah, I think no. the, the year she was born, the, uh, the football salary is about $500 a year. So I, I just think it's just, they're just cheap, cheap old owners. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, in her case, the, the, the team's in a trust. So when the value of the team goes high, they say, oh, we're going to build a stadium. And the, the value of the team goes up a billion dollars. The family takes a billion dollar loan and they say a condition of the loan is you have to have low labor costs. <laughs> that's, that's why you get rid of two defensive <laughs> players. They had to. The trust had to get rid of them. So uh, Scott's going to decide the uh, total on this. But for now, tentatively, we're going to go Green Bay minus three over 49. Uh, if this was week three, I would go under 49. But now both both teams are missing players on defense. And, and the players Detroit had anyways aren't any good. So you look for both teams to at least get into the 20s and Green Bay to cover it. It could be Green Bay winning this, uh, this 49 to 20, way over. Yeah, I wonder uh, – Play the total on the over in case you know Detroit doesn't show up or something like to play like a Green Bay team total over right. and yeah then uh, you know, less risk than a total over right because Oklahoma State and I forgot another pro team last week got us by not scoring at all just being yeah, shut Ra- out. the Raiders the Raiders were shut out against a bad New Orleans Saints defense who had given up more points than any other team in the NFC. So a shout-out by them was very, very strange. Uh, but I don't see Green Bay shutting out Detroit, even though Detroit was shut out by uh, New England. But New England's a lot better defense than Green Bay. You know, and Monson Brown needs his, right? Uh, Indianapolis, in turmoil, uh, it looks like, Ursay wants to get rid of the coach. He doesn't want to pay him the money, even though he's gotten to the playoffs with Phillip Rivers and really bad quarterbacks. Uh, Bill Belichy, right? His record, he's undefeated against rookie quarterbacks. Justin Fields was a second-year quarterback. Uh, Sam Ellinger can run, though. That's what scares me. Sam Ellinger can run. But uh, Belichy's under a lot of pressure. Uh, Brady has proven he can do well without Belichick. Belichick has not proven well that he can do well without Brady. He's under, he's about 40 games under 500 without Tom Brady as a head coach. Uh, he's, he's playing a beat up Indianapolis team. who beat him last year. So Belichick wants revenge. So give me New England minus five under the 39 and a half. What do you think, Chas? Yeah, I like I like New England here. Uh, I'm with you. I think New England, you know, that revenge game theory uh, with New England at home. Uh, they've been playing some good balls of late. I like I like how they've been how they've been going. Indianapolis has just been a team that has just struggled all year to put points on the board. Um, played in some stinker stinker low scoring games, and it's like, you know, go back to the Bill Belichick's underwell, man. His unders are. are <laughs> Passion like crazy again. They had a little happy first came in. They kind of opened it up a little, but um, yeah, this is going to be a methodical 
type game um, that they're going to grind out and get the win. I, I like I like the under 40 and New England minus the five and a half. All right. New England minus five, under 40. Uh, Carolina, they played great last week. Heartbreaker against uh, Atlanta. Uh, definitely with an over game. Cincinnati uh, last week, their offensive line is horrible. And they got exposed against Cleveland. Uh, they have to bounce back this week. Uh, they have enough to beat Carolina. Uh, Carolina analytics team, I love going against them. I'll go against them this way, this week. Going into Cincinnati, I think uh, it, the clock hit 12 midnight on Cinderella. Uh, really, really just depressing game last week. Uh, I like Joe Burrow over P.J. Tucker. I like uh, Zach Taylor over Steve Wilkes. And again, Carolina's basically tanking at this point. Gives the defending Super Bowl champions coming off a loss. Just uh, has to keep things in front of them. They have a, a depleted, cheap defense, the Brown family. Uh, they're going to keep things in front. Uh, methodical game, a lot of Joe Nixon, a lot of T. Higgins. And really, Cincinnati has nobody to take a shot. So that's going to be under. So give me Cincinnati minus seven points under 42. What do you think, Chad? Um, yeah, man, I'm with you here. I love Cincy. Bounce back. Uh, played a tough game last week. Um or, I mean, they're coming off the stinker loss to the Browns. So, yeah, I think they're going to get right here against a, you know, really, really bad Carolina team. Um, but, man, I think this 42 is too low. I'm going to go the other way on the total. I think uh, Cincinnati is going to have a really, really good game offensively. I think they easily get to 28-31 here. Um, you know, and I, I think, uh, you know, Carolina can get 14 points here. You know, they got got, got enough on, that, on the offense. P.J. Walker – He's a plus one guy. He can keep the play alive, scramble and throw one up and get a late score here. So, you know, I think this is going to be like a 28 um, to 14 type game, uh, you know, a, a 35, 14, uh, 31, 17. I think this one will get over the 42. So something yeah. like that. I think 20, 14 handles. is 42. So, yeah. yeah, but I could see it. 28, 17. 30, 31, 14. <laughs> all right That's we'll have favorite. uh we'll have uh, scott break the tie unless jason has a strong opinion on me uh no a strong opinion i have is uh I'm, i might buy the cincinnati down a half point to like minus six and a half just in case it ends up like a touchdown game i still want to get paid oh yeah no, definitely definitely want to get it off that key number so six and a half definitely Especially at this point in the season where, you know, Vegas does have tighter lines. You want to get it off the key number all the time if you can. All right. So that one, we'll, we'll do the same. We'll have it on the website, post it on the website, um, post it on Twitter, and then on the line change live stream. We'll get you what the consensus picks are, which a lot of people ask for. They love the consensus picks uh, Vegas, last of the early games, right? Uh, 
it starts getting a little sad. Hopefully they'll they'll help me out with when the red zone just has a couple games on uh, on the on the screen for the late games. Anna comes in. It's like you got you got three TVs out here. Two of the TVs have the same game on. I'm like, no, it's red zone. They'll switch. They'll, they'll switch it out. <laughs> I'm not going crazy here. Uh, Vegas going to Jacksonville. Vegas seems to win bad. They're probably depressed over there in Sarasota, Florida. Uh, they're going to win the game. So it's going to be Vegas minus one under 48 points because uh, that's the way Vegas has to win. Vegas has to win in a low-scoring game. And nothing says low-scoring than Trevor Lawrence. They're, they're trying to hide Trevor Lawrence, and then they, you know he tries to win the game. He does in two weeks in a row. He throws a pick. He mills it. He's horrible. And Vegas is in a desperate situation where he's going to play out of desperation. You can only do that like three or four times a year. This is the one time Vegas has to do it. Second game of a two-game win streak, uh, uh, a two-game road trip uh, to get back home. And the league is going to give Vegas the call because they want to sell tickets next week in Vegas. <laughs> so it's going to be hard for them to sell tickets on a, what, 1-16, in whatever. So at least if they have a win, that's a lot of money uh, the NFL in Vegas is making off tickets, right? And that's really the reason Schneider finally going to pull his franchise, you know, sexual harassment and pimping the cheerleaders and, and um, you know, Committing fraud wasn't enough, but when he started stealing ticket money, the share of ticket revenue from the NFL and from other owners, that's where it got him kicked out. So the referees know what they're doing. They want to sell some tickets next week in Vegas. So last game of a road trip, made a lot of money with it, especially in baseball. You know, last game of a road trip, need to sell tickets back home for the homestand. Give me the Las Vegas Raiders minus one. Money line, whatever is more money under the 48. What do you think, Chad? Uh, yeah, no, I'm with you here. I like Las Vegas on the money line. Jacksonville, man, didn't look very good last week. Coming back from playing in London, not taking a bye. Um, definitely like Vegas here to win this game on the money line. And, yeah, I think under the 48, I just think that's the style that, that this number seems a little high for what these teams have been playing like. Um so yeah, I, mean, right. I think I, I like this one to come under under the 48 here in uh in a, in Jacksonville. So I'm with you. Las Vegas money line under 48. On that theory, yeah. uh, next week they're playing uh, uh Indy in, in Vegas. So it's not like <laughs> I know a lot of somebody they're playing a major market team, you know. Uh, right. Sell those tickets, but yeah, I don't see a lot of people jumping on planes from Indianapolis. Not to pick on Indianapolis, but the uh, you know just not enough fight, uh, to fill that, that stadium. No, no, hundred percent, hundred percent agree, hundred percent agree. You're gonna see some curious calls in the Raiders' favor. You're gonna see a lot of energy from the Raiders. Nobody likes to lose, right? And they have a very, very beatable team in front of them. So the Raiders under forty-eight. Another desperate team is Arizona. They need this game bad in the division to be able to uh, stay relevant. 
they got DeAndre Hopkins there, who's the mediator between him and Kingsbury. The Super Bowl is in Glendale, Arizona. So if they're going to try to make a run to play in their own Super Bowl, which the NFL likes doing, Tampa Bay playing in their own stadium. Uh, last year, the same thing happened uh, with the Rams at SoFi, and now Arizona and Glendale. Uh, Seattle has not been world beaters at all. Uh, J.J. Watt showing a lot of leadership, pumping up the Arizona Cardinal defense to hang in there. Uh, they play each other a lot. Seattle rushes four, then plays zone, maybe they'll rush three against the air raid. Uh, Arizona knows what's coming. So similar to the Raiders, family-owned team, old school team. This is the Bidwells. And the Bidwells were in the horse racing podcast. We did with Jason uh, with uh, Scott. And then Scott and I tomorrow will do the Breeders' Cup. So the Bidwells sold all the racetracks to the Strange family. We feel, Scott and I feel committed to murder, but you can listen to those podcasts. Horse racing, true crime. So, desperate team needing a win against an, an, an opponent who's really not a good. Give me Arizona minus two over 49 in a shootout. Pete Carroll's getting into shootouts now. He's trying to change to keep his job there. He's doing a good job. He's five and three, he's leading the, the division. So part of this, too, is a little reversion to the mean, return to the mean, which is used a lot in sports betting. The guy in Jeopardy who broke the record in Jeopardy says he's a professional sports better. I'm not sure I really believe him, but he, all he does in sports betting, he says, is return to the mean. So the guy in Jeopardy is going to put 50 grand on Arizona this week as a return to the mean as Arizona's not doing as well as it should be. And... Uh, Seattle's overperforming. So give me Arizona on the money line. Dysfunctional team owned by the mafia. Uh, so you can't give them points. So give give Arizona money line over 49 points. It's the air raid. And uh, Geno Smith and Seattle scoring a lot of points this year. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. I like Arizona here in a return to the mean division game. Um and, yeah, I mean, I just think Seattle's defense is not what it's been. And Arizona, you know, they're in that controlled environment in Arizona. Kyler Murray with the plus one. Um, you know, their offense, they they were able to score last week. Um, you know, couldn't do enough to win that game, but played a shootout-style game. And I definitely think, you know, this is going to be another shootout-style game like that. So, yeah, I like Arizona on the money line at home. And uh, this one to get over the 49-and-a-half. Nice, nice. Uh, Tampa Bay. At home in a revenge. So revenge game theory. Uh, I should have gone with it tonight in the Central Michigan game. Whenever I go against revenge game theory, I get slapped in the face, right? So it's a revenge game in Tampa, minus three. Uh, that divorce has been going on for a while. So you got to think then when Brady said that he wanted – uh, to retire, that was because he wanted to stop Tampa Bay from paying him because that's less money Giselle got. So he's done with the divorce. Uh, it's going to be hot in Tampa. Uh, the Rams, uh, both teams are in a desperate situation. Uh, 
So when two teams are in a desperate situation, you got to go with a better defense. And man, Zita Zaya is playing lights out. Give me Devon, Levante David. Uh, you know, give me those monsters on the Tampa Bay defense. No Shaq Barrett. So he's going to have to get a pass rusher there for the practice squad against an underperforming first year LA Rams offensive line. Uh, Cam Akers is a problem. Sean McVay's father died. So I know that every uh, April, my mom died in 2002. Every April, I don't take many appointments at all. I only do, I'm, I'm blessed that I only have to do a minimal work in April because every April I get very, very depressed the anniversary of the death of my mother. So I can imagine uh, Sean McVay, very close to his dad. That's the reason he's in football. It's because of his father. His father died, I think, last night or the night before. Sean McVay is the offensive coordinator, is the offensive play caller, heart and soul of that team. I can't see uh, the Rams doing very much here in Tampa Bay. So give me Tampa Bay. Minus three, uh, under the 42 and a half. The Rams haven't been scoring that, that much. Uh, Cam Akers is a disaster. Uh, Van Jefferson, they won't tell us what it is. Probably a drug problem came from rehab. So they really don't have a deep threat uh, against a revenge-filled, angry Tampa Bay defense who needs this win bad. So give me Tampa Bay. Uh, minus the three. Under 42 and a half. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, no, I'm with you here. Tampa Bay coming off a primetime loss to the Ravens at home. Um, that was the Thursday night game, so they are on a long rest. Right. And, yeah, I mean, I think the Rams have just been a shell of themselves here. So, yeah, I Tampa Bay defense, both these teams have been under teams all year. I think the Tampa Bay defense has been solid. So, yeah, like, give me Tampa Bay minus the three at home and under the 42 and a half. Yeah. Uh, sad situation on both sides. A lot of sadness in that Tampa Bay, <laughs> uh, Tampa Bay uh, Rams game. And an aging quarterback, too. It's hard to see Stafford do on his last legs, like Joe Namath. Sunday uh, Night Football. Uh, Bravo beat Andy Reid in the playoffs in Kansas City. And we saw it with the Super Bowl two years ago. Uh, this is a, the theme, right, of the NFL this week, revenge. So Andy Reid wants revenge on Andy Reid. On, um, Andy Reid wants revenge on Brable for beating him in the playoffs. At Andy Reid, um, Tennessee, man, getting rid of A.J. Brown. Uh, they don't, another cheap-owned family team. Uh, on the road against Kansas City, and Kansas City's been on point this year. Uh, their offense is doing well. Tannehill, I don't think he can uh, dial it up as much. Um, they did get blown out on Monday night against uh, Buffalo. I see this happening again, but this is Andy Reid, right? So 12 and a half, 13 points is too much. I'm going to wait for this to get over 14. Because I know Kansas City is going to win, but they're going to sit on the lead and maybe, uh, you know, 
Tennessee scores a couple of times. But I could see this being 35-14 or 31-14, which is right in there. So I'm going to wait till Sunday to see how much people have been ballooning the Kansas City line uh, because of that. Because it could get it could turn into a run fest where Andy Reid knows he's gonna win and wins at 27-10. So I'm gonna say the score is 27-10. So whatever the line is Sunday, um, if it's over 17 points, I'm gonna go with the Titans, but if it's under 17 points, I'm gonna go with uh, Kansas City and I like the under 47 because Tennessee doesn't have anybody to throw it to. Tannehill is a horrible quarterback. They're just going to run Derek, Derek Henry death and whoever the backup is. What do you think, Chad? You know, I like that. Um, you know, revenge game. Kansas City is a beast, man. They're a machine right now at home here in a primetime Sunday night game. That stadium is going to be rocking. I like Kansas City to win this game by at least two touchdowns. And, yeah, I think this one will. I think Tennessee's going to try to put on the defense and try to, you know, uh, take Mahomes and all offense off the field by trying to sustain some drives running the ball. So, um, yeah, I think this one will will stay under the 47. I definitely think this total will balloon up a little, little more as well. Right. If it stays 12 and a half, I'll, I'll go with Kansas City. But 17, 14 and 17 are going to be two key numbers they're going to look at. It's just line gets out of control. And then last game, Monday night, uh, the Harbaugh Mafia family going to New Orleans. New Orleans is in the playoff race. Uh, Dolphins playing well. They got Chris Olave. Uh, Tyson Hill in the situation, plus one. Both teams love plus one. Lamar Jackson. Uh, what do you think about this game, Chad? Yeah, man. Um, give me one second. Orleans has a really bad defense, right? They give up a lot of points. Because of that, game's going to go over. They have a, uh, Tampa Bay has a better defense than what? Uh, Tampa Bay has better defense than New Orleans. And Tampa Bay gave up a lot of yards, especially on the ground, to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson got the air game, got one deep shot in there. He kind of made it go over. And Harbaugh gave up his hand a little bit. He doesn't really trust his defense. He's gotten an extra player on defense. Uh, they got JPP. So since he does not trust his defense, he's telling Greg Roman to keep scoring, right? Yeah, I like, so, I like the over in this one for sure. Yeah, I like the over. Uh, Harbaugh being Harbaugh. Uh, New Orleans kind of needs it more. And Harbaugh, second week on the road. You do not need to sell tickets in Baltimore. Uh, this is a game outside the division. Uh, Doesn't Harbaugh's – isn't Harbaugh's primetime record, like, ridic ridiculous? I know it is on Thursday night. I'm going to have to do uh, Harbaugh's oh, okay. record on Monday night. Let's see. I'm sure it's on Google real quick. Harbaugh's record Monday night. 
Is he so rigid? Makes a difference Monday night versus Thursday night. He's 10 and 6 on Monday night. 8 and 5 Monday night road record. All right. Yeah, that might be New Orleans on the money line. The home dog Monday night. Yes, the home dog on Monday night football covered 80% of the time. Uh, 2-0 this year in the last week. Yeah, Monday night football, iconic game there down there. Um, very, 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 it's going to be very raucous in the dome. Uh, New Orleans, second game of second road trip, home dog on Monday night football. Give us, we'll go three sides of the bet, right? We're going to go New Orleans plus three. New Orleans money line. So if something crazy happens, cover ass, you went two out of three is 66% profit, having fun watching Monday Night Football. Over the 48, live in the past, you die in the past. Years ago, this game would have been under, but modern football, what we've seen out of Harbaugh and Greg Roman, right? Greg Roman was the offensive coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers with, Kev, uh, with Kaepernick, because uh, he has a long neck, I call him Kaepernick, uh, was, got to the Super Bowl and lost against Joe Flacco and John Harbaugh. All right. So, uh, Scott's going to give us the picks tomorrow. We'll post them on the podcast. Uh, we'll post them on the website. Yeah, we're going to have a Breeders' Cup pot, uh, podcast. So if, if he has his picks there, we'll publish them there. Publish them on the website. Publish them on Twitter. Uh, post them on Twitter half hour before the game start. And then we'll have them on the Line Change uh, podcast. So not many people can DM me, oh, what's this consensus pick? <laughs> you know what you pick, what's this consensus pick? We'll have them all up there for everybody to see and enjoy and make money off of. Uh, final thoughts, guys. Man, I uh, think we got an another profitable week, man. We do it every week. The process, we're sticking to the process. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious for Scott's input too, man. I'd like to see where he differs, you know, maybe maybe make me look at a game game or two a little different. But uh, definitely looking forward to seeing what he comes down on, on those picks that we are uh, split on. And... Uh, Look forward to another good week. Right. Uh, last week, I was fortunate enough to go 22 and 8, 73%, which we won the whole podcast to go. Consensus pick for 1911 and 2, 61%. I was, you know, 22, 8, and 2, way above 52.5. <laughs> right. It, it, above 59%, which you can pay your bills being a professional sports better in Vegas. But what's better about this, that all these picks are free and give you the underlying evidence in the Mueller report, right? They didn't give you the underlying evidence. Congress, right? January 6th, they're not giving you the underlying evidence. They're showing you a few interviews here. Here we give you the underlying evidence, the why. Simon Sinek, you start with why. So we don't just give you a fish. We teach you how to fish but we give you all the fish we have. 
<laughs> right? Every game, not just one or two, we give you every single one, the total and the side, and it's collaborative. You get a lot of great information from folks out there DMing, sending messages, uh, commenting on the, you know Apple and all the different platforms. Even got some messages on Facebook and Twitch, which we answer. And they ask, are you guys accessible? Of course, we're just regular guys. So you don't have to pay Action Sports $1,000. We give you as much information as you can handle between here and the Hawthorne Effect podcast and Line Change live stream. Because Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESPC Podcast Network. That's why this one cost us $800 and that cost $200. And I don't know what that cost, I'm just shitting the work. That's why.